this week on Word Without Limits. Okay, so we won't take long and then we'll be done. Today, I want you to I want you to grasp the word that is coming and believe because I am certain that God wants to do something unusual in your life. Hallelujah. So, make sure you listen attentively and uh, and you take it into you. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Dreams. They are not directed by visions. No. Visions we are, we are. But I'll get there. We are not directed by just dreams and um, uh, feelings, stars. If you say um, butterflies in my in my stomach, and then they. No, no, no. Bible says that those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, as born again believers, we are beyond. I won't say we have prophetic dreams, but you see, if as you are a believer. So, um, where is the presence of God? Now, we have a question about his future. You'll be like, oh, I have to sleep first. When I sleep, I'll see. No. Dreaming is good, but we are not led by dreams. Hallelujah. We are beyond it. That's one thing you should know that as children of God, we are beyond dreams and feelings. We, our lives are not like, oh, I have to dream like this. I have to, no, I have to dream first. I have to, no. Your life is actually supposed to be led by the Spirit of God. Because you are a born again believer, your life is supposed to be led by the Spirit of God. Not by dreams, not by feelings, not by stars, not by omen, not by um, my palm and then the, oh. hallelujah. You see, Bible said that God has placed eternity in our hearts. So, every born again believer, over the years as you live your life, God directs you in diverse forms. Hallelujah. But the thing is that most people don't know. God will be directing you. God will be sending people your way to tell you things about your life and how your life is supposed to go. But most people don't actually listen. Amen. Are you here? So, as believers, we are beyond dreams and visions. It's good. But we are beyond it. Hallelujah. It's good, but we are beyond it. Hallelujah. So, we are beyond dreams. You ask a person, or say, I know I'll become a doctor. Or say, how? I slept. And I dreamt. I was a doctor. You, that person who slept and dreamt, and you were a doctor, you also slept one time, and then a whale was fighting a fish, and it was carried by a scorpion, and then didn't even know. What if you saw that now? Then what if you saw that it was where we had to grow? You know, be pay American. Then you out now. What just speaker now? Some people can dream, then they'll be swimming, swimming in a Tampico. Have you realized that? The funny thing is that when you dream good dreams, it doesn't come to pass. You dream now, you are urinating. That should show you that we are not led by dreams. We are beyond it. We've left that place. Hallelujah. So, as children of God, we are supposed to go beyond it and then know God's particular plan for our lives. Open to Romans 8.14. He said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It means that there are diverse forms and levels in being a son of God. But one thing you should understand is that the Bible said that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The word son there also means uh, both of us, both male and female. It's all of us. We are all sons of God. So the Bible said that them that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. He didn't say them that are led by dreams of, or feelings or no. He said if you are led by the Spirit of God. So in 
as a New Testament believer, you are not supposed to live your life according to how you feel or the kind of dreams you've had or the kind of no. You are supposed your life is supposed to be led by the Spirit of God. Your life is supposed to um, be controlled by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So you should know that you are beyond dreams. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that dreams are not good, but you should understand that not every dream will make sense in your life. Hallelujah. Because like I said, you dreamt and you were swimming in the Tampico. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, we have dreams where they are prophetic. The Bible said that in the last day when I release my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see the and your old men shall dream dreams. He said, even upon the handmaidens will I pour out my spirit. But I said that you dream the dreams when the spirit of God comes upon you. So, when you are led by the spirit of God, you dream good dreams that can direct your future. Hallelujah. So, you are beyond dreams. You must understand this and walk in it. That you are beyond dreams. Amen. Okay. I want to establish this so that you know that it's important that you begin to understand that at all times, God is supposed to lead your life. Hallelujah. If God leads your life, frustration will not come. Hallelujah. When you become a believer with the Spirit of a born again believer, what happens is that you become one with the Spirit of God. The Bible says in the book of Colossians 3 verse 3, it said that our lives are hidden in Christ and Christ is in God. So you become amalgamated with the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God lives in you and you live in the Spirit. That's what the Bible says. If you are in the Spirit, then walk in the Spirit. But the Bible also said that John 14, he said that if you believe in me, I and my Father will come and make our body in you. And in the book of Acts 1 8, it said that you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Bible makes us understand that we are born of the Spirit and of the Word. So, you should understand that you already have the Word of God. You also have the Spirit of God. And even as the Spirit of God lives in you, you must also live in the Spirit. Hallelujah. It's important you understand that you are supposed to live in the Spirit even as the Spirit of God lives in you. It is so important that at all times, you live in the Spirit as the Spirit of God lives in you. Amen. So, you have become a career of the Spirit of God, even as the Spirit of God carries you. Hallelujah. At salvation, two things gave birth to us. Two things gave birth to us. The Word of God and the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Open to First Peter 1 verse 23. He said that we have been born of the incorruptible seed, which is the Word of God. Hallelujah. So you and I Two things gave birth to us to become born again believers. The word of God, which is incorruptible, the word of God, which is Christ Himself, the word of God, which is God Himself. Because Bible says, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, and the word was God. So the first thing that gave birth to us at salvation was the word of God. And then read the book of John 3, verse 3. I'm trying to build some, I want you to understand this. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Go on. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He said that uh, except a man be born of water and the Spirit. So the water and the Spirit are together. And then there's another thing also, which is the word of God. So, the word of God and the spirit of God is what gives birth to you as a believer. You see, because they are the thing that gave birth to you, you must be full of them. Hallelujah. Because it's the spirit of God and the word of God that gave birth to you, you must be full of the spirit of God and be full of the word of God. Because they are your nutrients as a believer. Hallelujah. You need them to grow. You need them to help you in your walk with God. You need them to be able to walk with God at all times. Hallelujah. You need the word of God. You need the spirit of God. You need the like you need it in an unusual measure. Hallelujah. You need both of them in an unusual measure. Okay. You see, when you become one with the word and one with the spirit, you actually become like the spirit hallelujah you become like the spirit 
um, I'll get there, but I want to build something first. You become like the spirits. Okay. So open to the book of John 3, verse 8. John chapter 3, verse 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell where it cometh. And whither it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the spirit. He said the wind bloweth where it goeth. He said that as we cannot tell where the wind comes from and where it is going, so is every man who is born of the spirit. It means that when a person becomes born of the spirit, the person becomes light in the spirit. So much so that he doesn't move by himself. The spirit of God directs his life. So what will happen to you is that you being born of the spirit, at all times you will glide over the issues of life with ease. Why? Because he said that even as men don't know where the wind comes from and where it is going, no man would understand your case. So all men are trying to get something. You will get it with ease. Why? Because they don't know where you are coming from. Why? Because he said that even as you are born of the spirit and the wind, we don't know where it is going. No man would understand any man who is born of the spirit. So if you're a believer here and then you fit into everything, there's something wrong with you. Hallelujah. If you're a child of God and you fit into every atmosphere of the world, there's something wrong because you are supposed to be misunderstood by the world. When Jesus came, he was misunderstood by the world. So when you are a believer, you should understand that there are days in your life that you have to be misunderstood by the world. The world is supposed to have thought, why are you doing this? Why is this happening in your life? If it's not happening in your life, it means that you are not truly walking as you are supposed to as a child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not here. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you should understand that when you are born of the Spirit, the Spirit is supposed to control your life because you become like wind. You become one with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, there's a difference between Jesus being your Lord and personal Savior. Any man who is, who has taken, you see, let me show you one. When you become one with the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God dictates your life for you. So if you are here and then there has never been a time in your life where you wanted to sleep, but the Spirit of God was insisting upon you that maybe you should rise up and pray or you should rise up and do something, then it means you don't truly understand and you haven't actually understood who the Spirit of God has made you. Because if you begin to understand what the Spirit of God has done in your life, there are days in your life that you would want to sleep, but the Spirit of God would wake you up to pray. There are days in your life you wouldn't want to do something, but the Spirit of God would wake you up. Why? Because when you become full of the Spirit, the Spirit of God dictates your life for you. You see, when you become a believer, there are two things that happen. Is our Lord and what? Jesus can be your personal savior, but he may not be your Lord. You see, God loves all of us. So the Bible says, let all men come boldly to the throne of grace, that they may have mercy and grace to help in time of need. The Bible says, the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men. So, God loves all of us. So he, when he saves you, he becomes your savior. But, if someone is a Lord over you, that person controls you. If the Holy Spirit does not control your life, if God doesn't control your life in certain times in your life, it means He is just your Savior. He hasn't become your Lord. But Bible says like He must become our Lord and personal Savior. So, when you become full of the Spirit of God, you don't do things because you want to. You do things because the Spirit of God is making you do them. So, Bible says that as the wind, nobody knows where it is coming from and where it is going. So, is any man born of the Spirit. When he becomes one with the Spirit of God, the Lord will direct you. He will push you into places you don't want to go to. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. By this, you begin to see diverse results in every area of your life. Because your life will be led by the Spirit of God. Bible says, for the fruit of the Spirit is... So, for you to bear fruit, you must understand that you must be in the Spirit. That is when you bear fruits in life. That is where your life will have meaning at all times. Are you here? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Open to John 14 verse 12. I've told you that the Spirit of God is supposed to move you. It's supposed to direct you. John 14 verse 12. So the 12. message is called the limitless believer. John 14 verse 12. 
Let me tell Read it. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, I say unto you, verily, verily, whosoever believes in me, the works I do shall he do, and greater works. Hallelujah. The word works there is the word ego in Greek. It means deeds. The word deed there, it means spiritual deeds and physical deeds. Hallelujah. But you should understand that Bible said that if anyone believes in me, the works I do will he do and greater works. Ask yourself, have you done even what Jesus did? And have you done greater works of what Jesus did? Hallelujah. But Bible said that if you believe in me, greater works than this shall you do. Have you done okay, have you done what Jesus did? That's easier. Have you done what Jesus did? And have you been able to do greater than what he did? <sighs> That's why I told you that the word works there is the word ego in Greek, which means deeds. So it is not just the spiritual part of Jesus walking on water and Jesus multiplying bread. It's also the part where Jesus was good to other people. So, have you been able to love people like Jesus loved people? Where he was being persecuted, he said, Father, they do not know them what they are doing. Forgive them. You are funny. Say greater works than these shall you also do. Say greater works. <laughs> you see, as believers, Bible said that our lives are hid in Christ, and Christ is in God. And Bible said that we are limitless. You see, if you are limitless, you must understand that there must not be any form of limitation in your life. You must make sure that your life doesn't have limits. The good works you do every day there must be new every morning hallelujah because jesus said that them that believe in my name greater works greater deeds greater works hallelujah you let me make us read this scripture so that you understand open to john 9 verse 4. john 9 verse 4. the works of him that sent me while it is day. He said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The word works there is the same word ego, which means deeds. So here he was talking about the performances, the miracles, the preaching of the cross that God had given him. So he was saying that I must work the works of uh, my father who sent me while it is day. So this is one form of the deeds that Jesus was trying to say that you will do greater. You must perform the works of his father because that same word used here is that same word used greater works so you must perform the works of your father who has sent you into this life now open to matthew 11 12. matthew 11 verse 12 and from the days of john the baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violence take it by force go on for all the prophets and the lord prophesied until john and if you will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. Here too, he was talking about the works of the miracle. He said, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. You see, there are things in your life, there are things you must take charge of. There are things you must inherit as a child of God. There are things you must be able to take over. You see, there are things that God gives to every family. There are blessings that God gives to every family. You may be in a family and then you will never walk in such blessings. Why? Because you were not able to do the deeds that Jesus did while he was on earth. So he said that from the days of the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. One form of the deed is that even as the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force, Bible said that if you believe in me, then the kingdom of God has come into you. You must take the kingdoms of this world for Christ by force. Bible said, but the kingdoms of this world has become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. You must make sure that even as we are in this world and we are not of this world, this world you will take it for Christ and the kingdoms of this world must become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. Hey, when God starts blessing a believer, it is not even about you. It is not about your family. It is not about your immediate friend or even your wife. 
It's about generations within you which are yet to be born. So you should understand that when the people of Israel were encompassing about Jericho and God preserved a part of the world which Rahab was living in, it wasn't even about Rahab. It was that one day Rahab will give birth and the descendants of Rahab will come until it gets to Jesse. From Jesse to David and from David to Jesus. So you should understand that whenever God is blessing a believer or whenever God is doing something tremendous in the life of a believer, it is not about you. It's about generations to come. Because when God preserved Rahab in the uh, in the city of Jericho, it wasn't about Rahab. It was that from the loins of Rahab will come Jesus. So your life as a believer, you must take the kingdoms of this world. You must make sure it becomes the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. Whenever God starts blessing you, tremendously as a believer you should know that it is not about you it's not about your works it's not about your goodness it's not about anything you've done it is that god wants to use your life to be an example unto others hallelujah Amen. hallelujah Amen. and so we must work the work of our father who sent us whilst it is day the word day there doesn't mean whilst it is uh, daytime, it means whilst we have the chance, we must work the work of our Father who has sent us. He said, A time would come, a time would come, you will not be able to. So, whilst it is day, because Jesus said that whilst it is day, I must work the work of my Father. The reason why he said that whilst it is day, I must work the work of my Father was because he knew that there was a night time coming in his life where he would be crucified. So, the daytime of his life was that he being a free man, he must make sure he performs the rights of being a free man hallelujah and so you too whilst it is day in your life you must work the works of your father who has sent you you must work the work of your father who has saved you and brought into the kingdom of light you must make sure that this world become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ hallelujah open to John 8 verse 41 are you here John 8 verse 41 ye do the deeds of your father then they said to him we be not born of fornication we have one father even god read from verse 40. but now ye seek to kill me a man that has told you the truth which i have heard of god this did not abraham ye do the deeds of your father then they said to him we be not born of fornication we have one father even god so i saw the first that my Bible described was about the miracle. The second was about taking the kingdoms of this world for Christ. The third is that he said that they wanted to stone Jesus. He said that you are not doing the deeds of your father. So what he meant is that they were not showing him love. That's why I told you in the beginning that the deed that Jesus talked about that them that believe in my name, greater works, the word there is ego, which means deeds. It is not just deeds of the miracles. He said greater works than these shall you also do. It is all round functioning whereby you take the kingdoms of this world for Christ. You operate in the miraculous and also you show love. Because one of the greater works we can do that Jesus did was that he loved his neighbors as himself and also he loved his enemies. So you should also come to a place where you love your enemies. Because he said that greater works than these shall you also do. And here we are, we have been shown that. He said that if you do this deed, then it is not the deed of your father because you want to stone me. Because they didn't love him because they were not having the same kind of ideology and mindset. Hallelujah. Whilst it is day, you must do the deeds of your father. And you must do more than what Jesus did. Amen. Okay. So now, the main thing. You see, when you become born of God, I told you that you become light in the spirit. So your life will begin to be led by the Spirit of God. And every man, as the Bible said that, even as we don't know where the wind is coming from and where it is going, so is every man who is born of God. When a man becomes born by the Spirit of God, what happens is that that man becomes light. And the Spirit of God carries that man wherever he goes. I'll give you proofs. When you become light in the Spirit, the Spirit of God carries you wherever you go. You see, there are diverse aspects of the Spirit of God we are yet to explore as believers. There's a part of the Spirit where it can carry you. Hallelujah. It may not be physically, 
but it can carry you spiritually. Hallelujah. There's a part of the spirit that carries men. It makes a believer limitless. It makes a believer gain ascendance in the spirit. Where men are struggling. That's what the Bible said. Where men are saying there's a cast down. Thou shalt say there's a lifting up. Bible makes us understand that there was a time that Jacob was running from his brother. You see, that time he had cheated his brother. The Bible said he got to a place. And when he got there, he didn't know that. You see, those times there were stones that Abraham and his forefathers, his forefather Abraham, you get to a place, he will use some of the stones and then he will use it as an altar. And what will happen is that the presence of God will come and stay in that place. So Jacob was running from his brother because he had cheated his brother. He got to a place. He didn't know that one of the stones that he had picked was one of the stones that maybe his father Abraham used as an altar. But when he slept on it, he saw something. You see, we say that angels were descending and ascending. We think that uh, the angels were coming from heaven. Bible said they were ascending and descending, meaning the angels were on earth and they were going to heaven and coming down. The Bible said they were ascending and descending. Bible didn't say that they were descending. Bible is particular about the words he uses. He said that they were ascending and descending. So what was happening was that Jacob was running from his brother. Jacob had made a mistake by cheating his brother. But he didn't know that even as he was going, he was in Bethel. He was in the place of God. He was in Zion. Where where he was on earth was a place where angels were living on earth. So when he slept, God opened his eyes to see that he was in the midst of angels. So, because the man understood that there, you see, that's why I have issues with people who be like, I, won't, I don't want to pay tithes and those things. You see, when you read Bible carefully, you realize that the first people who started paying tithes were not the ones that received the law. It was Abraham, it was Isaac, it was Jacob. When you read, you find it in the Bible. Because those people, you see, those times, the Spirit of God wasn't even revealed to them. But they had a way of knowing the Spirit of God. They had a way of knowing the mind of God. So much so that their lives were carried and controlled by the Spirit of God. So Bible says when Jacob slept, he saw angels ascending and descending. He said that I was in the Lord's place and I, wo- I was not. You may be in a place you would not know unless you are carried and enlightened by the Spirit of God you will miss an encounter with God. You miss a mark with God. You miss a season with God. Hallelujah. So Bible said that Jacob was in the Lord's place. So he only woke up. Bible said he built an altar and he said, I was in the Lord's house. I was in the Lord's house and I watched in the Bible said, for you have come into Mount Zion into the city of God, into innumerable company of angels. He said that you have come into the city of God where spirit of just men are made perfect. So what you need to understand is that even as we are in Christ, we are not in this world. He said you are in the world but you are not of this world. Even as we live here on earth, you should understand that your life can be carried by the spirit of God. Even as people are complaining that things are hard, you can understand that even as you are in Christ, your life can be carried. Things you don't qualify, the spirit of God can carry you to glide over it and have it. So, I told before the time that as believers, our language, our vocabulary is different from that of the world because the Bible said that in the beginning, God said and it was there. So, you as a believer, whatever you say has the tendency of coming to pass and you should understand the Bible said, whatever a man confesses, he said, as it is in the man's heart, so it is in the man's life. So, you should understand that whatever is in your heart and you confess, the spirit of God will carry it and then it will bring it to manifestation because the Bible said, the spirit of God was moving on the surface of the earth and God said, let there be light. So, whenever you say something, because you are carried by the spirit of God, the spirit of God will bring it to fortification. So, you should understand that whatever you should say as a child of God is what you want to see and not what you are seeing in your life. Bible said, in the beginning, darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God was moving and God said, let there be light and there was light. Because whatever God said was carried by his spirit, it brought it into life. So you too, whatever you say, because you are carried by the spirit of God, because the spirit of God is in you and you are in him, will come to pass. So you should be conscious of what you say. Even as everybody is saying that Ghana is difficult, you should understand that the Bible said that we are in the city of God. He said we have come into Mount Zion. He said, Savior shall come out of Mount Zion and they shall judge the city of Israel. So you are not of this world. Though you are in this world, you produce different results because you are carried by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. 
Open to the book of First Kings, chapter eighteen, verse two. Let me show you that a man can be carried by the spirit of God even as he's in this life. Eighteen, verse two. First Kings, eighteen, verse two. Read from verse eleven. And now, thou sayest, Go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. You see, that was the time that Elijah had gone to the Kinehab and had prophesied that there will be no rain in the land for three and a half years. And Bible said that. You see, when you read previous chapters, you find out the Bible said that Ahab and Obadiah said that they have searched every cave, they have searched every city, they have searched every town, they have searched everywhere. They cannot find Elijah. The Bible said they were searching for him. Armies were looking for Elijah because the man had come to prophesy that there will not be rain for three and a half years and there was no rain. And the Bible said they started looking for him for long and they were not finding him. You see, they thought that he was in a physical location. What they didn't know was that even as he is carried by the Spirit of God, God has actually encapsulated him in the Spirit. So they couldn't find him. The reason why they were not finding him was because he was hiding. No. It was because he was, that man was actually carried by God at all times. You continue and let's see. And it shall come to pass as soon as I am gone from thee. You see, Elijah had been missing for years after he prophesied. And Obadiah was a good man. Obadiah was the one who wrote the book of Obadiah. They were searching for Elijah. And Bible said that when he saw him, he saw Elijah and he told him that, Elijah, we have been looking for you everywhere. And then, the king is looking for you. And the Bible said that Elijah told him to go and tell the king that you have found me. I am coming to show myself to the king. And the Bible said that Obadiah told him that, no, I won't go. You want the king to kill me because if I go and tell the king, something will happen. He said that, read it. It shall come to pass. He said, it shall come to pass. I am gone from thee. He said, when I leave your presence, that the spirit of the Lord shall carry thee where I know not. He said, the spirit of God will carry you where I know not. And as we read in the book of John, that as a man knoweth not where the wind cometh from and where it goes, so is any man who is born of God. Because in those times, Bible said that they didn't have the Holy Spirit in them, yet because they had the spirit of God sitting upon them at different times, they could be carried by the Spirit of God. So you, sickness may be looking for you, but you'll be carried by the Spirit of God. You can be carried. Bible said that, he said to him that, you think I don't know you, that when I go and tell the king that I have seen Elijah, you will be carried from my presence where I won't see you again. Because they knew that Elijah was a strange man. He was a man who God was carrying so he said that you think I don't know so that when I go and tell the king, the king will have my head. But he said that I won't go because when I go, what will happen is that you'll be carried by the Spirit of God. You'll be carried. Bible said that them that waited upon the Lord, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. And then they will glide. So when you come into Christ, you should understand that you have to be carried not just the spirit of god living in you and you living in the spirit when i say you must be carried by the spirit of god what i mean is that your life must be dictated by the spirit of god the spirit of god is supposed to be the one that must show you what you are supposed to do at all times well bible said that Obadiah said you think i don't know you so that when i go and tell the king that i saw you the next moment you will be carried by the spirit of god you see elijah knew this that even as he was in this world his case was different and he used this and utilized it at all times in his life he used it in different cases different times he used it all the time elijah was using this hallelujah Amen. open the book of first kings 18 46. first kings 18 46. And the hand of the Lord was so Elijah. after this happened, Bible said that Obadiah going to tell Ahab because he told he assured him that this time I won't punish again. And when he went to tell Ahab, Bible said they met Ahab, and Bible said Elijah began to pray for the rains to come back. And when the, he prayed and the rains came back, something happened. What happened was that Bible said that then God began to release rain, and then Bible says that Elijah told Ahab that he should run with his chariots because he hears the sound of abundance of rain. Bible said Ahab took the lead. And he started running. But Bible said that the Spirit of God did something again. It carried him again and he bypassed the chariot of Ahab. You see, the man was utilizing the Spirit. The problem with you and I is that we have the Spirit of God in an unusual measure. 
more than those of the old testament yet we don't use it bible said that elijah told ahab that take the lead because what is coming i'll be carried you see the reason why your life is still where it is is because you have not been carried you have not understood that the spirit of god is supposed to carry you in your difficult moments you can be carried by the spirit of god you must be carried by the spirit of god you can be carried you see there is an ability of the spirit to bring you to a place where you don't deserve it will take just by the message of god the spirit of god will carry you to a place you cannot ever in your life get to you don't believe it that's why you're not seeing it you don't believe that god can actually carry you to places you don't deserve but i pray for you today may the spirit of god help you in the name of jesus places you don't deserve may you be carried there in the name of jesus may the lord lift up his man over your life may his countenance be seen in your life in the name of jesus you see this wasn't the last time that elijah used this system to his advantage you see the man understood that if something works you don't stop using it you use it now open to second kings chapter 2 verse 2 2nd Kings chapter 2 verse 2 and Elijah said unto Elisha tarry here and I pray thee for the Lord has sent me to Bethel and Elisha said unto him as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth I will not leave thee so they went down to Bethel and the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elijah and said unto him knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today Bible said that he told him that don't you know so even the people the young prophets knew that there was something about this man he wasn't going to die because the spirit of god was going to carry him bible said that elijah was with elijah and the spirit of god came like a chariot and he carried the man away the man knew that if he submits to god he will be carried he will be carried when you read the account of elijah Elijah just appeared. Bible said Elijah the teach by. When you read Elijah's account, you realize that Bible didn't mention his mother, his, his father. He just appeared. The man just came. Because the man was saturated by the Spirit of God so much so that we didn't need to know where he came from. You, we don't need to know where you come from before they give you that job or that opportunity. The reason why you haven't seen it is because you think you are supposed to be good. You think you are supposed to be qualified. But Bible makes us understand that to them that he predestined, he called. To them he called, he justified. To them he justified, he glorified. So your life is for the glory of God. You are not like others. Because Bible says we are in the city of God, on the mountain of God, in the midst of innumerable company of angels. So your life is different. Your, your destiny is different because our lives are hid in Christ and Christ is in God. Bible makes us understand that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high, he shall abide under the shadows of the almighty and I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snares of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings that thou shalt trust his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night or the arrow that fly by day. The person that walks in darkness or the strife that lay waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy sight and ten thousand at thy right hand. But now shall come near thee with your eyes and will you behold and see the reward of the wicked because thou hast made the Lord thy God even the whole most high thy inhabitation your life is different your life is different you see people say that we have subjected the word of God to prosperity truth is that Jesus said that he said the spirit of God is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor said to set liberty to captives so whenever the gospel is preached we are not preaching the gospel so that people will be like the gospel is so that people get rich god didn't say that when we come into him it is like you are coming to him so that i'll bless you but the thing is that no man can serve god and remain the same because he said that in the book of matthew says that he said that seek ye first the kingdom of god and its righteousness and all other things shall be added we are not preaching prosperity prosperity it follows the kingdom of god yeah. whenever the kingdom is preached whenever the word is preached whether we like it or not prosperity must appear why because everything is subject to the word of god the word of god is supreme over all things 
when a word of God appears in a place with the Spirit of God, things must be created. Because the Bible says, when God said, let there be light, there was light. Why? Because the Word of God, together with the Spirit, created things. So, whenever the Word of God is preached, prosperity must come. Whether we like it or not, people will get prosperous, even if they don't want it. Why? Because God will give you things you don't need, so that you wouldn't have to fight over the thing the world fights over. So you must be carried. So one thing we see in the life of Elijah was that the Spirit of God carried him to places. First, Bible said that it carried him to hide him. So the Spirit of God can hide you from the issues of life. Bible said that the Spirit of God carried him and he ran past the chariot of Ahab. The Spirit of God can carry you so much so that people who thought they had left you by the time they realize, Bible said in the book of Ecclesiastes that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise. He said, no favor to men of understand, but time and chance happens to us all. You see, there are time and chance in this world, but when you are carried by the Spirit of God, men that left you, it said that it's not him that will let, nor him that run it, but it is the Lord that showeth mercy. The Lord's mercy will prevail over every judgment. And people who left you, by the time they realize you are ahead of them, so Bible said that when Ahab left Elijah, Elijah was ahead of him by the time he opened his eyes. Why? Because the Spirit of God can carry you places that you felt you can never get to. By the time you open your eyes, you are already there. So the Spirit of God can hide you from the issues of life. Because that time, Ahab was looking for him. They were seeking for his life. They wanted to know why he has caused the heavens to be shut. Bible said, also, the Spirit of God can carry you so much that you bypass people who left you. The other thing is the Bible said the Spirit of God carried Elijah. That the man didn't die. The Bible said that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So I believe him should not perish but have everlasting life. The Spirit of God will carry you so much that you will enjoy the eternal life you have received in Christ. You will enjoy the God kind of life you have received in Christ. Hallelujah. You walk in it. You see, the life of God in the life of a believer, it is different from the carnal life. Bible calls it the Zoe life. The life of God in your life, it directs, it heals, it edifies, it strengthens, it empowers. The life of God in your life, it will be able to bring you to places nowhere or no man in your family could ever get to. The problem is that you feel you don't qualify. But God qualifies the call. God doesn't call men who are qualified. When he calls a man, he qualifies him. Bible said in the book of Acts chapter 3 and Acts chapter 4, Bible said that the council brought Peter and John before them because they had healed a man at the gate called Beautiful. Bible said that when they looked unto them, they said, but these men are unlearned men because they are fishermen. But the speech they are giving and the words they are saying, it doesn't sound like men who are fishermen. Why? It was because Bible said in the book of Acts 1, it said that, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. He said, you will be my witness. That means you become a mouthpiece of God. That means that God will speak through you. Things you don't know, God will put into your mouth. When you read the book of Exodus, the Bible said that he told the Israelites that open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. The only thing you need in Christ is that you have to believe. You have to know that it is not about what you can do. It is about what God can do through you. It's about what God can do through you. Because the Bible said, by strength shall no man prevail. He said, now finally, brethren, when you read the book of Ephesians 6, he said that, now finally, brethren, 6.10, be strong in the Lord and in the power. He didn't say that be strong in yourself, because by strength shall no man prevail. The word of God doesn't contradict itself. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. By the normal ordinances of this life, it is not possible for you to make it at a certain age. But it is not him that will it. It is not him that will it. Under normal circumstances, you don't qualify for that position. But it is not him that will it. Under normal circumstances, that thing you have been praying about, it is not supposed to come. It is not him that will it. It is not him that run it. But it is the Lord. The Lord that showeth mercy. So you should understand that the Lord's message said that let all men come boldly to the throne of grace. You see, there are different 
thrones that God sits on. When you read the book of Revelation, the Bible says there's a throne called the white throne of God. There's another throne in the book of Corinthians, which is called the Bema throne or the Bema seat. But Bible, right now, God is sitting on something called the throne of grace. He said that let all men come boldly to the throne of grace. Right now, you have already come to the throne of grace because you have given your life to Christ. But he said something. He said that let all men come boldly to the throne of grace that they may find mercy. The word mercy then means that things you know that even with the grace of God, you can never be able to do. The mercy of God will help you out. He didn't end there. He said that let all men come boldly to the throne of grace that they may find mercy. But even if the mercy is not enough, he said that so that they will have grace to help in time of need. So that days that even the mercies of God are not enough, the grace of God is not enough. There is more grace. That's why I was like, grace for grace of His fullness have we all received. The grace of God we have received in Christ, it is more than enough to sustain and bring you to a place of fulfillment. You must be carried. You must be carried. Hallelujah. Last two scriptures. Numbers 11 verse 31. Numbers 11 verse 31. And there went forth a wind from the Lord. This was a time that God wanted to give the people of Israel when he had given them so much manna. Bible said they started complaining in the wilderness. And Bible said that God told them in the book of Exodus that me God, I will give you so much meat that you will eat it for months. He said that you eat the meat so much that the meat will begin to come out of your nostrils. What God meant was that you eat so much meat that and God was going to do it. And the Bible told, the Bible said that the people of Israel were doubting. They didn't know how God was going to do it. He said that even if God empties the sea and brings other fishes, it is not possible for him to feed about that four million Jews. But God did something. Bible said, read there went forth a wind from Bible the Lord. God sent a wind. That same wind that carried Elijah. That same wind that brought him to heaven. That same wind that made him bypass Ahab. What did he do? And brought quails from the sea. Bible said God brought quails from the sea. Go on. And let them fall by the camp. As Bible said they fell by the camp. Listen. As, as it were a day's journey on this side. Bible said that the quails. Do you know quails? Quails like our beds. They are like chicken. They are very sweet. Bible said the quails laid from a day's journey. That means that the amount of quails that were in one the camp was that north, side, east, and west. One until from Anapa to Anajua. By the time you get there by 24 hours, that is the amount of quail that have been gathered. God brought quail from the sea. Bible said God brought quail from the sea so much that the quail was like a, a, a day's journey. There were so many quills about the camp. Read, continue, let me show you. And as it were, this journey on the other side. He said, every side, the quills were there. So much that if you walk the whole day, if you walk the whole day, you will meet quail until you get to the other side. It was a day's journey. If you walk for 24 hours, you will meet quail. That means that it is like you walking from here to Bear Konongo. You will meet quail. Go on. Round about the camp, and as it were two cubits high upon the face of the earth. Bible said that not only was the quills just lying there, Bible said they were two cubits high. They were high. You see, what you don't know about God is that God is an extravagant God. What you want, He can give you so much that it will come out of your nostrils. You want a job, God can give you a job whereby the money they will give you, you wouldn't know what to do with it. Bible said that he gave them so much quail that the quails were two cubits high and they were a day's journey. The quails were innumerable. Gone. And the people that and the people stood up all that day. Bible said the whole day they were gathering the quails. The reason was because they just complained one day that God, we have missed meat because God was giving them manna. But God gave them so much quail that now it was in extra abundance. Go on. And all that night. And all that night. And during day and night, they were gathering the quills. Go on. And all the next day. And all the next day. And they gathered the quills. He that gathered least gathered ten homers. He said the person that gathered least gathered ten homers. You see, four million Jews. Everybody gathered. They were gathering day and night. And the funny thing was that the quills, they were not getting rotten. When God decides to bless you, 
things that are not supposed to stay in your hand for long, they will stay. They will stick. People will question themselves, how is it that this man is doing the things he's doing? Then you tell them, it is not him that won it. It's not him that ran it. By the Lord that shows mercy. May the mercy of God prevail over every judgment in your life. So the Spirit of God can bring prosperity also because the Spirit of God carried Elijah. It hit him. It made him bypass people. Now, it brought prosperity to the people of Israel. Mark 1.12 Let's be on our feet. Yeah, as we close. Mark 1.12 And immediately He said immediately The Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. Who is this? Bible said immediately The Spirit drove Jesus Who was God in the flesh into the wilderness and what happened and he was there in the wilderness 40 days tempted of satan and another he... thing that the spirit of god can do when he begins to drive you is that it gives you unusual abilities because there is no way a man can stay in a place hallelujah Amen. for 40 days and 40 nights bible said that it drove jesus that he was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. You see, you are unable to pray at night. You are unable to do good. You are unable to live a holy life. You are unable to do spiritual things. It's because the Spirit hasn't carried you. He said, so that I will be carried. Bible says the Spirit of God carried Jesus into the wilderness. And he stayed there 40 days and 40 nights. The Spirit of God can carry you to a place. It can carry you to the place of prayer. It can carry you to the place of holiness. It can carry you to the place whereby your life will affect other people's lives. Your life must be carried. Your life must be carried. You must be carried. Montas Ro Likasata Bias. The last thing I will tell you, there are others, but the last thing I will tell you is that Bible said in the book of Acts 8, Bible said that Philip, Bible said that he was a deacon, so was Stephen. Bible said that there was a time he was preaching in Samaria. The Spirit of God told him that he should go. And preach to an Enoch. I'm sure Philip was asking himself, How am I going to go? Bible said the Spirit of God carried Philip. And the Bible said that he found himself by the chariots of the Enoch who was from Ethiopia. And the Bible said that when he got there, that wasn't the last thing. Bible said that God told him to join himself to the chariot. Bible didn't say that he should stop the chariot. Bible said God told Philip, Join yourself to the chariot. You let me so that you see. Go on. Acts 8, verse 29. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, The Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself unto this chariot. After the Spirit carried him to where the chariot was, that wasn't the last thing. The Bible said that God told him, Join yourself to. How can the man. Chariots is moving. Those times when chariots are moving, a number of horses, like maybe six horses, are moving with the chariot. How can a chariot. And the man was an Enoch. For the queen of Candace, which was in Ethiopia, that means that the man was rich. That means that the man was using the best of horses. Bible said that God told him, join yourself to the moving chariot. That means that the, as the chariot was moving, all of a sudden, the man just entered into the chariot. Go on, read Acts 8 verse 39. And when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. Now, Bible said that the spirit of God caught Philip. The same spirit that carried him now caught him. My God. The spirit caught Philip. And Philip vanished again. Another thing that the spirit, the reason why you cannot preach the gospel is because you are not carried. Because the only reason why the spirit carried Philip in this place was because he wanted him to go and preach the gospel. The reason why you are shy to preach the gospel to people is because you are not carried. You are not carried. You are not carried by the Spirit of God. Bible said the Spirit carried Philip to go and preach the gospel. The reason why you are not able to share the gospel to your friends for them to come to the same knowledge of Christ is because you are not carried. When you are carried, the Spirit will direct you. 
to pray in tongues. Meko. Lassanaos. Become Tamatuas. Last thing, we need the book of Act 1A. Bible said that and you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Right now, right now. And you shall be my witnesses. The word receive there is the word lambano. Lambano. You see, there are two words that Bible uses in Greek to describe the word receive in the Bible. One is called dokumai. And one is called lambano. Dokumai means to passively hold on to something. Meaning, the person will give something unto you, but you're not really expecting it. But the word used that you shall receive power is not the word dokumai. It's the word lambano. The word lambano means to hold on to something onto manifestation. Hold on onto manifestation. So Bible says that you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is upon you. What it means is that before the Holy Spirit brings the power, okay, you must hold on to God, lambano to God, God, until you see the power. Hey, until I life. see it, Lord. He said that, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come. Hey. You must hold on to God. I hold on to God. Not like you are passively waiting for the power to be made manifest in your life. He said, Lambano God. Don't document. He said, Lambano God. Lambano God until manifestation. He said, you shall receive power. You see, the reason why you have received prophecies and promises concerning your life and it hasn't come to pass is because you are holding on to God passively and not actively. So he said that, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come. I receive. You have received the Holy Spirit, but there is no power in your life. You speak in tongues, yes. but when you pray, nothing happens. It is because you haven't aggressively held on to the power you have received. He said that you shall receive power. I receive power. You will lambano power. Lambano power. You will hold on to power I hold on to until power. there is a manifestation until in your life. Manifestation. You hold on to power I until what on. you prayed about hey. becomes evident in your life. You hold on to power until whatever you are designed from God becomes begins to manifest in your hey. life. We are praying this afternoon that we hold on to God. I hold on to God. We hold on to the grace of God. I hold on to the grace of God. Until the manifestation. Until the manifestation of God. Hey. The last thing I'll tell you is that you see, zo, 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 zo. Bible says in the book of Romans 8, it said the endless expectation of the creature awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. That means that the creature, the things created, the rocks, the birds, the sea, the animals, the trees, they are waiting on your manifestation. You must manifest. Manifest. You must. He said that them and the children of the Lord God giveth. We are for signs and we are for wonders. He said, and I and the children of the Lord has given. We are for signs. 
baptism you are for wonders you must manifest manifest you must manifest I manifest begin to pray I am for a sign and a wonder. I manifest. I manifest in the name of Jesus. that from today you be carried. Amen. You manifest Christ. Amen. Your life will produce fruits. Amen. There will be evidence of the life of God in your life. Amen. You produce fruits. Amen. You produce more fruits. Amen. You produce much fruits. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.